This is Pink Noise. Today I have an interview with Ash and Micah of the band Skirt. I'm really excited to share Skirt's music with you, and I want to get right to the interview, but first I'll just say a couple things about how I came to hear Skirt's music for the first time. If you've been following Pink Noise, you'll remember back in episode 8, I interviewed Kate and Daisy of the band Lung. And in April, Lung put out a new release, which is a split 12-inch record with Skirt. So I was excited for new music from Lung, but I didn't know anything about Skirt, so I really didn't know what to expect. But as soon as I heard it, I loved it right away. So I'm really happy to have Ash and Micah on the show. Just one more thing before we get into the interview. Skirt created a playlist of music that influenced them and inspired them, and it's available by following Pink Noise on Spotify. And you can also find links to previous Pink Noise episodes and other playlists by following on Spotify, or you can find links at pinknoisepod.com or through my Instagram at pinknoisepod. So with that said, let's get into the interview with Ash and Micah of Skirt. Hi, I'm Ash, and I'm the guitar and vocals in Skirt. Hi, I'm Micah, and I play bass in Skirt. Ta-da! Well, Skirt started off as just Abby and I, um, her on drums, me playing guitar in 2013. Um, But we had been writing music together and we were like, well, I guess this is a band now, so I guess we got to call it something. What do we call it? And um, I think we've been really, really stoned, if I'm allowed to say that. And I just mentioned Skirt, but we'd spell it differently. We've considered changing it, but we went along with it for so long, and we dropped that awesome split with Long. We decided we can't go back now, so. <laughs> We're locked in. Totally. So I, I've been listening to the split over and over, and something I really appreciate about uh, your side of the split is that it has a full-length feel. Like, it has, like, a full-length arc almost. Like, you've got an instrumental, and you've got the final piece is kind of like a, almost like a spoken word poetry. And I appreciated that because it, it's like a full length album, maybe for modern attention spans, you know, you can like listen to a full length and you know, 16 minutes or how it's not even that long. Is it? It's, it's like 15 <laughs> minutes, 14, yeah. like 14, 55. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we honestly intended on recording, uh, we're going to record all those songs and then pick a few and do a seven inch split. And then once we had recorded those songs, we liked um, the cohesive sound of them so much that, that we a- approached along about doing a 12 inch split. Um, so we could leave it intact because we, we felt like it sounded like an album as well. 
I'm not sure if this is a typo from the lyric sheet or if it's a word I have never heard before, but the, the title, like the, the phrase that contains trailer trapeze, like what are those words? So I'm really into like making up words that don't make sense to anybody else but me and what they mean to me that kind of come out as sort of word sandwich vomit, if you will. Like, Abby and I will just, like, make up a word and we'll be like, that's fucking great. That's a word now. <laughs> uh, but Trailer Trapeze, I wrote when I was trying to get sober from alcohol and I was living with my mother uh, in Belfountain, Ohio. And it's it's about, if, you, if you're raised in poverty, if you grow up in poverty, you're kind of, you have a chance but I just felt like I was kind of always tethered to not make it, to not do well because of family stuff, like what I came out of, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing a lot better since then. This was, this was years ago, this was maybe uh, 2000, the beginning of 2018 when I wrote that song. Um, but I don't know. I guess a lot of it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> I'm all nervous now. <laughs> Do you take credit for making up the word in hair? I think I will. Okay. Because I need, I was like, I wanted it to rhyme. And I knew what I meant by it, by singing it, what it meant to me. And that just, uh, it was a shortened version of inheritance. Um, like my inheritance, I, there is none for me. Um, like my, Mom uh, struggles with health issues and can't work anymore, hasn't been able to work for some years now. And my father died of a heroin overdose. So that was kind of what my takeaway was from it. Like, I don't have a trust fund. I don't have rich family. Like, I have to make this work for myself. And there was always that fear of not, you know. That answers the question way more thoroughly than I expected because I just wanted. Well, edit that first part out. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I just like a ramble. And it was good. Yeah, I mean, all I wanted to know was the meaning of the word in hair, but we got a lot of uh, hashtag content out of I that. I feel like this so. is more of a therapy session when people ask what my music really means. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. They got me in a corner. Do you agree that music is therapy? I do agree that. Uh, so much. So Absolutely. It's definitely therapeutic. It it's it helps in so many ways. And there's all kinds of genres and all types of feels for whatever you're feeling, whatever you need. There's an anecdote in some form of song that can come to you. And it's been there for me. And I create it for myself but there's a huge part of it is also for like other people and i'm not saying i want to be this this go-to person that like somebody's like skirt really speaks to me you know but like maybe one person you know out there i want to be like the voice of reason for somebody as as others have been for me lyrically speaking and i think that would be cool um, so let's see. 
I also wanted to ask you about Medusa Do Something, which I think uh, it might be, that seems like a more challenging bit of subject matter to get into. And um, But whatever you might like to say about it, um, I'm just kind of curious what you were trying to express when you wrote that song. Medusa Do Something is about some of the unfortunate memories I have growing up um, about being sexually assaulted. Uh, the instances that I talk about in Medusa Do Something, those are only a few of the things that have happened to me. Like, if I were to write a complete song about the things, uh, all of, of all of the things that have happened to me, it would just be too much. Um, and I feel like that's an unfortunate thing I have to say because I feel like a lot of it happens to a lot of people. Uh, sometimes it's once, sometimes it's more than once. Um, and... It sucks. I, I, <laughs> I do, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to ramble about it, but thank you for your inquiries on it. Um, no one's really asked me about that outside of Micah and Abby when we were writing the song and I explained it to them and I don't know. I, I don't know if I should share this. So this could be edited out Micah, if uh, you don't want people to know that uh, this happened, but once I told them what the lyrics were and what it was about, Micah kind of broke down because he's a he's a sweet fucking man and he would never do anything of the sort. He just said, I can't believe that happened to you. And Abby was just like, this happens to a lot of people. So that it the fact that it had that effect on him was like really endearing and just solidified the the fact and reasoning why Micah is our man to be in the band. <laughs> He's a perfect fit. And uh, there needs to be more people like him out there in the world. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I, uh, this, you, cause your music has like attitude and I want to like listen to it loud as shit and it like makes me happy, but it is hard to understand a lot of your words just listening to the music. So when I sat down to read the lyrics to that song, like I had, probably a similar reaction to you, Micah. Like I, I choked up the moment, like I laid eyes on the words. I was like, Oh man, this is really intense. Um, yeah. I mean, it floored me when, when, uh, when Ashley shared with me what the lyrics were. So we practiced in a very small space. It's extremely loud. <laughs> um, I just knew that I, that I enjoyed, uh, what Ashley was doing, um, to the song. But yeah, when they actually shared with me what, what the, what the lyrics were, that was, uh, um, it was shocking. Uh, but also, I knew that uh, you know it's uh, I I I love being in the skirt. Uh, I think it's an important band, and I like being able to lend um, my musical ability to tell stories like that. So, thanks, Micah.
I do want to kind of touch on some of the other themes that you bring up in your music and sure. you have in your first and, and final tracks, you basically like have these apocalyptic themes that are like super yeah. dark, but also it's like, I, I don't know if you would agree with this, but like the shit that you're kind of, I think that you're discussing there about how fucked we all are. Like it's, <laughs> it's so messed up that it like, it's funny, you know, it does make me laugh and it's like, it's kind of disturbing, but I don't even know like how, how else can you even process it and you're processing it into your art, I guess. Um, but I, if I kind of wanted to like ask you, basically I wanted to frame it like this for the like children out there that are listening to this, that adore you and are looking for your advice mm-hmm. on how to live a productive and happy life. What would you say to those children out there? <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Where is that line where it's like all the kids on the corner, they'll never understand that the world's going to end before their children's children's dead. Um, I don't want them to feel doomed at all, but with the state of just about everything, just keep, I'm going to quote La Tigra right now, and I'm just going to say, keep on living the earth and the world and people you can still find beauty in it happiness in it there's still a purpose but nothing's promised at all i like with you know the the ecosystems and the global warmings and the economies and all the racism and all the bullshit you just be an ally fight the power any way you can Unfortunately, you have to keep on working to survive, working your ass off, um, but just find what makes you happy and, and use it to your best, and I hope, I hope all the best for all of y'all. That's what I would say. <laughs> That's well done for an unfair question. <laughs> Thank you. I get really nervous when I have to answer big questions. <laughs> I'm like, shit. He's asking me the big one. Maybe now would be a good time to ask if there's anything like super important that you are dying to say <laughs> that you haven't already said. Get your vaccines. <laughs> yeah, get vaccinated. But if you're listening to this so, podcast, so we can play shows, so so you can see us play shows, and you're probably already vaccinated. So, but yeah, get vaccinated. I just want to play shows, please. Be good to each other. That's it. That's all I got.
Um, sorry, Abby couldn't be here. She was really the struggle bus this week. Um, I'm going to say something to her. Will you throw it in there? Sure. Abby, I love you. Miss you. Get well soon. Love you, Abby. <laughs> there we go.